and welcome to Search Party, the podcast where two best friends explore each other's internet search histories for the week. Please follow the podcast um, at Search Party Pod on Instagram and please, please, please <laughs> um, subscribe um, and give us reviews that are good and yeah. Stay at home if you don't. Yeah, so please subscribe to the podcast on your podcast platform of choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you so wish, and you'll get the episodes sent to you automatically when they get released on a Sunday morning. Anything you want to say to to the listeners? Um Yeah. Uh what did I what did I I swear I had something I wanted to say. Oh yeah, um we're still single and um <laughs> we <laughs> and you know week three into um lockdown the loneliness is really starting to set in so you let me know if you're interested in me (laughs) i actually feel i know this is mad but i've had like a bit of vodka like a fucking poquito vodka and i am fucking trolleyed i feel like well yeah so this is actually quite exciting for listeners there's quite a few firsts it's our first after hours after dark podcast session and so it's the first one where we're drinking spirits so you know cheers everyone here's to you um i've got a vodka diet coke on the go and then Mm. for afters i've got a can of um okosim you might know it better as bogarty schmack yeah, Boggedy Schmack is what it always says on Polish beers, which I think means something like drink responsibly or something. Okay, well, who's getting started this week? Would you like to start with me or do you want me to start with you? This is like a really awkward threesome, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> shall I, I just, would you like, shall I, sorry, can I just, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me. Oh, thank you. Oh, no, not there, please. I'm going to choose one of your searches first, James. Okay. So up first this week, I have to go with Screaming Lord Such. Screaming Lord Such. Yeah, I was just double checking that was his name. I think this came from, I think I saw saw a meme of, like, you think US democracy is mad, welcome to Britain. And there was a picture of Theresa May and Lord Buckethead. Yes, there's also the other one. Who's the other bloke? Lord Bin Man or something? (laughs) again enough about your exes jess (laughs) this can't just be about dating (laughs) arise lord 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 oh my god jinx jinx he was the uh, founder of the Monster Raving Looney Party traditionally the the crazy uh, leaders of these kind of like um, uh, spoofy cookie little parties political parties they stand for election in high profile seats to draw as much attention to their binary or their bucketery and um yeah just checking up to see how screaming lord such is getting on he's he's died unfortunately <laughs> <All right. laughs> sorry didn't mean to laugh but i just wasn't <laughs> expecting it r.i.p screaming lord such <laughs> why screaming just to denote kind of lunacy yeah, I suppose so. I hope I hope it wasn't a, a homophobic thing. Slur. Yeah, I hope so. And I remember very fondly when I was um when I was at a fireworks display when I was fifteen and I went with a friend's family. I say a friend. <laughs> someone I knew's family. And the mum asked me, What's your favourite firework, James? And I said, Oh, those ones. She went, What, the screamers? <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Okay, Jess, can you um, please run me through why you were looking up 
you got to face it, baby. Things go bump in the night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this song? Yeah, I, I'm reading it out. I just, I just remember. You, you cannot run, and, and you, you cannot, cannot hide. hide. Yeah, you gotta face it, baby. Things go bump in the night. Yeah. Do you know the band? Mm, no, I wouldn't be able to guess. Um, they were called All Stars, and then I was just thinking about it was just a really odd thing for them to have written an entire song about. <laughs> What does it, what like, does, is it a sex thing? That might have been the second layer that we didn't get when we were younger. Speak for yourself. <laughs> when, when you were younger, did you have any unfortunate things when you didn't understand what stuff was musically? Yes. I'm horny, yeah. horny, horny, horny. Another one that I thought of the other day, Spice Girls, when two become one. That's just shagging. Is it? I need some love like I've never needed love before. I'm going to make love to you, baby. Well, now you say it. I've got a, a really nice insight into what it's like to date you as well. I've had a, I've had a little love and now I'm back for more. <laughs> We've all been there, crawling back. <laughs> I'm never going to text me again. He's a prick. I had a little love. Oh, I'm better than him. He was shit in bed. I want to make love to you, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's a right prick. He he gaslit me. It's utterly unforgivable. I had a little love. Now I'm back from Yeah, that's true. We didn't pick up on all of those things, did we? No. What about you? Did you have any songs that you, you didn't get the double? The double entendre. <laughs> double, I went to say it. <laughs> um, yeah, I did horny as well. Did you used to like run around just screeching at the top of your voice, I'm horny, 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 horny? Yeah, but enough about last weekend. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> Most of my childhood was underscored by me thinking I could really sing. I mean, I've, mm. I'm a, I've, I've got a passable voice. It's fine. It's nothing to shout about. It's not going to set the world light anytime soon. But I thought I was a fucking prodigy when I was younger. Mm. So I probably, I don't remember this fully, but I bet I was going like, I'm honey, 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 honey. So honey, 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 I think my sister reminded me of a time that I did a dance. I did a dance in front of the whole family. I like turned up and was like, I'm going to do a dance for you now. Yeah, and I did a, a dance to Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a similar thing with a, a friend from primary school where we had an entire dance routine to Donna Summer Hot Stuff, <laughs> um, which probably uh, had very similar energy. Okay, right. James, why were you looking up Smaug voice? Smaug is the antagonist in The Hobbit, and he's played by Benedict Cumberbatch in the film. And I wanted to try, because again, again, just in case it wasn't abundantly clear, I am single. I was practicing Smaug's voice at home. I wanted to hear, well, some of the sounds and try and repeat it. It's very good. It's like quite menacing. Do you want to give us a little go? Yeah, what, what do you want me to say? Sorry, they didn't have any semi-skimmed milk out to get whole. <laughs> okay, hold on a sec. Let's see what I can do here. Sorry, they didn't have any semi-skimmed milk, so I had to get home. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely, because it's menacing. But I also want to sit in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's quite... <laughs> What do you mean you want to say it? It's like, 
just like kind of comfy. It sounds quite like rounded. What's Enveloping. Funny, what I... I want it oh. to envelop me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've, I've had a gin and sonic. No, but it, what is funny, when you listen to Benedict Cumberbatch doing the kind of raw vocals, so obviously he doesn't actually talk like that, like Benedict himself. I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> I didn't think he did. I've seen him in Sherlock and it, it wasn't like that. Yeah. So they do... They Moriarty. Put it <laughs> <laughs> um, Irene so they... Adler. <laughs> they put it for a little voice changery thing, but when you hear the oh, raw no vocal... shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, shit. But like the raw vocal is really funny because it's he's he's kind of doing the dragony thing, but he doesn't have any of the stuff, so it's just oh, a bit I like see, yeah, yeah. So it's like oh yeah, you want to come over to my house, you know? Like, <laughs> you want quite... me to envelop you in my sounds? <laughs> 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 and I was also laughing about Smaug um, this week because I liked the idea of Smaug because he's basically famously sits in an enormous pile of gold. So I thought, like, maybe Smaug is, like, Middle Earth's equivalent of, like, your financial advisor. Yeah, I like the idea of Smaug being, like, Have you considered moving your savings into an ISA? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know Revolut is dropping their AR (laughs) by just over 1%? Well, shout out to Smaug if you're out there. Lots of love. (laughs) 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 XOXO. Is it me? Is it me? Yeah, it's me. Uh, yes, it's you. Um, I literally, this is so you. I love this search. How bad is Primula for you? <laughs> How bad is Primula for you, Jess? And also, do you want to tell people what Primula is in case people weren't eating in the 1970s? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so first up, Primula is a delicious squeezy cheese that comes in a container like you'd get toothpaste in. Basically, I like to sit about and eat Primula by squeezing it out of the tube onto my finger and then just putting it in my mouth. So like no carrier, no receptacle, just straight into my gob. (laughs) 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 And so I found out that Primula actually is well bad for you because recently they had to recall a load of packs because it had some kind of like carcinogen in it that was giving everyone botulism. (laughs) I'm so glad you're a vegetarian now because, again, for our podcast listeners, Jess and I uh, lived together multiple times, but Mm. the first time we lived together was in Paris. Um, And while I was... Well, mostly eating packets of Miel Pops, which is which is like golden nuggets in France. Yeah, I but was like least... a single mum going out, earning the living, coming back <laughs> to her son eating Miel Pops on the sofa. <laughs> no, I basically like was the house cat, which I've been called actually multiple times in various flat shares because, well, honestly, it's not that funny, but it's periods true. of depression that, <laughs> that have completely consumed me. <laughs> what were you going to say yes. about Paris? Oh, yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, when you and I lived together, Jess would, you know, obviously I wasn't exactly absorbing culture, I was mostly eating crisps, at least I had, at least they were crisps with French names. Jess was eating, like, Spam, no, Smash. No, 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 I did live off a diet of uh, Smash and Ketchup. Ketchup! <laughs> In the gastronomic capital of the world, I was living off Smash and Ketchup. Oh, God, it's... Ketchup! <laughs> Ketchup. Literally, actually, one of my like most gorgeous memories is when we moved into our new flat in Paris. Obviously, didn't know anyone, and we were in this lovely old Parisian house. We decided to throw a 
like hi we're new to the street party for our for our neighbors hand wrote these little little notes and posted them through neighbors doors inviting them over to to our house so then we went out and bought a load of like wheat-based snacks and really cheap fucking wine and the family next door did actually come do you remember because they told us that um they were surprised we hadn't heard them have sex through the walls I love the way we have just called them the family at this point as well, which is quite <laughs> incriminating. They were a couple next Sorry. door. <laughs> Not the family. Sorry. It was the Fritzel family, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking, like, at what point is it polite to stop eating the crisps? I'd quite like some right. advice from this. So if someone can, if you can DM us, like, if there's a bowl of crisps in a group of six... How many crisps would you allow yourself before you kind of draw a line under it? Well, because one, I was... one sixth. You know that. You you know that. <laughs> I literally, I, I remember, fl- I bought a couple of roll necks and I remember just flouncing around wearing fake glasses. I actually need glasses now, but at the time I didn't need them and I wore them anyway. And um, walking around in a trench coat and just being like, Quand il me dans ses bras, il me parle yeah, I spent a lot of time like writing diary entries at that time, thinking that was really French, like sitting at my kind of French windows after a long shift and writing down my fucking pathetic thoughts. <laughs> James is laid up upstairs with botulism. <laughs> but I have found smash. Um, okay, right. James, why were you looking at Sue Barker, question of spite? <laughs> um... Cheers, by the way, everyone again. Oh, cheers! I was so I was I was reading some political headlines because I'm a very erudite young man. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and I saw, you know, on the BBC on a Sunday night they do tomorrow's papers. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do like the front cover of the papers. Well, they also sometimes include the Daily Star, which I love, my favourite publication. Of course, I mean, is there anything better than tits? No, tits and news. That's my favourite. In that order. (laughs) That is like a level of dedication to misogyny that I can't understand. Mm. Like, you need, just to break it up, a pair of tits, just to make sure that everyone knows where they stand. If you had to explain that to, like, someone from outer space, the fact that in our newspapers that, like, write about goings-on in this country and in the world, on page three there has to be a pair of tits... It's fucking lunacy. Why did that ever hold a place in the news? And it, and years ago, that was for men. Like, the reason that was in newspapers is because it was for men. So, what, are they the only people reading newspapers as well? I, I just can't get my head around it. Well, I think you and I should start a paper and we should put a massive dick on page three every week. Okay, what would it be called? The Daily Mail. That's perfect. Right. So on the front cover of the Daily Star, there was a thing saying question of spite with a picture of Sue Barker, who we mentioned last week, actually, as being freaking the sheep. <laughs> Turns out she does a little bit more than serve and volley, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Basically, there's a story about how the BBC have dropped question of sport. For real? I'm actually quite shocked. I'm shocked, and I'm, I'm. I do think it's like pretty ageist. I think Sue will be all right. She fucking presents every tennis program going. Yeah, yeah, she'll be all right for about three weeks a year, and the rest of the time she'll just be sitting, staring into the abyss, wondering what happened. I think that'll be more than enough, to be honest, to see her through. And plus, she'll have her pension, so you know, I'm, I'm not that worried. 
No, she'll be all right. But I, I do like the headline writing from from the day yeah, start. A question of spite, I think, is a really solid pun. Yes, yeah, so it's good. All right. Why were you looking up <laughs> types of fish? <laughs> I was looking up types of fish because I was writing a poem for my friend's birthday. Mm. Um, shall I read you it? This is my fish poem. I'd love it. You and me, like Sue and she, I want to love salmon like you. I've fallen head over eels. I can't live with trout you. Let's wail away the years together. You give me krills. You're not like all the other gills. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Cool. And I'm guessing she hasn't replied. I did a bread one as well. Do you want to hear that? Absolutely. Always. And this is a bread poem I wrote. I called it Bread Poem. This pain I feel. <laughs> a sting I can't beget. I spent days in bread. I cannot rye. It's like a roll I cannot fill. I'm caught in a bap. Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking be upstanding. That's incredible. I love that one. If anyone has any, any, I mean, I'm, again, very lonely. Um, if anyone has any uh, ideas of something they want a poem about or they've got a special occasion, yeah, yeah. just shoot me over a message. I'm happy to come up with some stupid shit. Yeah, if you just DM um, over the maybe the name of the person, who the poem's going to, and then the theme. Yeah, like pretty bullying. And I'll go from there. <laughs> yeah. Can we quickly talk about the fact that, I mean, obviously I'm not a big fan of Dominic, Dominic Cumming. Daddy Cum Cum. So Daddy Cum Cum, unfortunately, is leaving us this Christmas. Um, I'm sure we're all going to be writing in his card. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks for nothing, you myopic cunts. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Boris, who stood by him after he cooked up a, a trip to the opticians via a, a heritage site. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> he, I, I, I he will go for my eye exam once I've just been to the gift shop to get that rubber. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what did you used to buy at a gift shop? By the way, when you so because the reason why I ask is that I used to always buy chocolate. Like it doesn't matter okay. what I was seeing, right. I would just go and get the kind of um, the branded, you know, Heaver Castle chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah. But what what did you get? I can see you as being a pencil end gal. Yeah, pencil pencil end or um, my number one if they had them, and not everywhere did, would have been uh, stickers for my sticker album. Oh, that's so sweet. I saw such a funny meme the other day which um, on Instagram that said something like, to all those people out there that used to not actually do anything with their stickers but just keep them in an album because they were too worried about putting them in anywhere, I hope your anxiety is okay as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Rarely has a thing resonated so well. Have you still got them? Maybe somewhere, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pop a picture up on the gram if I do. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, we'd love to see them. Right, we've... um. We've said everything we wanted to say. We've covered all the bases. Jess, any any takeaways from this week? Oh, great question. I think the main one is that I'm trying to think what my election name would be if I was going for a seat in the Monster Raven Looney Party. What would I go for myself? I think I would have to go for the Duke of Pork. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've we've learned a little bit about Lord Buckethead. We've learned about oh, all sorts of stuff. And um, that's enough. We've had our fun. Yeah. Um, so we'd like to uh, thank you for listening very much. Uh, please, if you enjoyed this, follow us uh, Instagram at Search Party Pod and uh, subscribe on Apple and Spotify and all of the other ones that we're on. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening. 
And if you ever get lonely, remember, you've got a friend in us. Okay? I think we should drink all the time on the podcast. (laughs) All right, great. Well, absolutely. Should we do one last cheers? Okay, yeah. Cheers. Here's to you, kids. Here's to you. Love you all. Thank you for listening. And uh, see you later. (laughs) 